Well, welcome to another episode of Rep Talk. Today we have two special guests, uh, Alex Van Belgoy. Did I say it right? You got it. Uh, thank yeah. you. All right. Well done. Uh, well done. <laughs> Alex is the head of contractor success for Haven. Um, and Mike Carmesino joins us today as well. Uh, he is with Casco, a manufacturer's rep agency, in, and you're out of the St. Louis area, I think, yourself, right, Mike? Yeah, awesome. Uh, so these two gentlemen, in full disclosure for everybody listening or watching, um, uh, I work directly with both Alex and Mike uh, in the um, basically the promotion and sales of the Haven um, system, ecosystem, if you will. So I wanted to have full transparency that I do work with these guys uh, very closely, uh, but I wanted to have them on here because the whole purpose of, uh, of this, the content of these shows is to, to share success stories and what the, what the combination or what it is that actually worked and kind of really share that. So even if you're not in the heating and air conditioning uh, industry, uh, I've got a lot of feedback from other episodes that, you know, you're able to take this kind of formula, if you will, and apply it to whatever, you know, it might be a manufacturer's rep for somewhere else, but there's some important stories here. And I really wanted to grab yours in particular, because it caught my attention a couple of weeks ago when you guys were letting me know what happened. But uh, Alex, let's start with you real quick. Um, so we had Ben Reed, your, your business associate on the last episode, but in case somebody hasn't uh, listened or watched that one yet, tell us a little bit about, um, about Haven. Sure. Yeah, gladly. Um, and thanks for having me on, Rob. Really appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, Haven is a, uh, a pretty unique product on the market right now. Um, there's nothing quite like it. Essentially, it's a uh, induct monitoring and control solution available for uh, primarily residential and light commercial uh, market spaces. Um, really, it's meant to optimize just about any um, HVAC setup uh, in the home for IAQ related um, events that are that are happening in real time through the controls. Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty unique, universally adaptable solution for just about any home. So for a lay person, maybe even, even somebody from, from outside the industry or even a homeowner that might be listening uh, right now, it's mm -hmm. basically we're taking what's invisible and, and making it visible, right? Uh, so any, anything that we could be inhaling and breathing into our living, from our living space or workspace, where we happen to be, but you know, 99% uh, of what we're inhaling right now is invisible. So uh, Haven exactly. is brought into the HAC market to help um, as, as, a, as a solution to identify issues uh, for the air that we're breathing, whether it be work or home. But um, okay, so thank you. So Haven, uh, I, I, you caught my attention <laughs> two years ago at ASHRAE. Uh, was it January of 2020? You guys first launched this product. And uh, this actually has some context to the story here because that was a really weird AHR expo because there was half of the booths that weren't, this was just the very, very front end of what was happening with COVID. And then the show was like, you know, wasn't very well attended and for good reason. Um, but the point here is this is a, a kind of a, a newer product being launched at a time when things were closing down um, and you weren't able to travel either. Right after that, I think things in, in that spring, you guys were pretty much the borders I know closed at some point there in the spring and not reopened. So Mm -hmm. um, exactly. Yeah. So in, in all of last year, I think, tell us a little bit about what Haven was doing in the background to kind of support what you ultimately, you know, you guys are figuring, well, eventually we're going to have to, you know, we still need to seek new distribution. We still need to get sales moving, even though the borders are closed. Tell us a little bit about what, <laughs> what you guys went through last year. <laughs> yeah, sure. Sure. 
Uh, you know, it's funny, you launch a product like this in the middle of a pandemic and you think this is going to you know, be smooth, seamless. Uh, it's a product everybody needs, but you know, it comes with its own challenges, obviously, like you said, with the border being closed, not being able to visit key distributors, uh, our manufacturing reps as well. Like we, we weren't able to see Mike, um, you know, basically until this summer in 2021 in person. So definitely came with its own challenges. Um, but while we were, um, kind of quarantined in Canada, uh, you know, we were up to quite a bit of uh, product development. So working on uh, what we call our uh, right to play features, meaning the things we need to do uh, with our hardware and our software products to be able to be competitive in the market space. Um, so we, we wrapped up those uh, during, you know, uh, COVID times, and now we've shifted over to uh, right to win stuff. So this would be things that would put us above and beyond and allow us to really, um, you know, dominate the market space that we're operating in. So we're, we're very excited about that coming out soon. I love that. The right to win. I like that. Um, mm. uh, th there was a, and you guys have done a wonderful job, by the way, with all the, all the content and, and digital media and all the tools um, um, that you've developed in that, in that, in that time period too. So kudos to you guys for doing that. So Mike, on your, your side of the Thanks. story, being the manufacturer's rep for a product that uh, literally we're learning about as we were speaking last year, you know, a year ago, over a year and a half ago, actually. Um, um, in general, let's take a step back here. In general, as a manufacturer's rep, how do you find selling indoor air quality accessories uh, and presenting them to dis distribution and contractors compared to like other lines that you have? So kind of give us some context on IAQ as a, as a product group itself. Is it difficult? Is it easy? How would you classify it from a sales standpoint? Gotten a lot since uh, about March of 2020, it seems to be on everybody's mind. And in an era where product availability uh, is a concern, uh, these products have been able to ship for the most part. Uh, so getting meetings with uh, or for the IAQ side of things has been a lot easier than in years past and certainly for anything else. Um, so it was really about you know, just finding the right people for a product like this, uh, forward thinking enough that really understand that we've had an uptick in these sales because of something that's uh, affecting everyone outside of the industry. Uh, and the guys that are looking to maintain the momentum that they've gained throughout all of this seem to be the right fit. Yeah, and if put it and again, we'll put this in context, a uh, uh, spring of 2020 and then going through the you know, equipment shortages and what was actually going on in the industry as it was, right? I mean, there was a lot of attention put elsewhere on behalf of our of our, our sales channel, so to speak. So here you are coming in trying to show something new. What kind of responses were you getting um, uh, at, the, at the time when you're trying to show off Haven and what it, what it, you know, what, what it was about? You know, um, again, if, if, if you find the right people, uh, yeah. they're all real excited about this. They understand what this product is. And they're the ones that, you know, really do understand, hey, um, me personally, I'm working with an American Standard Distributor here in St. Louis, uh, who's done very well in the IAQ sector uh, throughout all this, but they were, they were strong in that market before COVID happened too. Uh, and really, they are looking at this as a way to strengthen relationships with their dealer base, particularly on the IAQ mm -hmm. side. Uh, and it's going to be a tool to help their dealers sell more in the IAQ realm. So they're looking at a product like this to help them sell more air scrubbers, uh, more dehumidifiers, more humidification, more media air cleaners. Um, and the dealers that we're getting in front of with this product seem to understand that. Uh, so it, it's really been a pretty good fit. 
Yeah. So despite all the all that was going on elsewhere in the industry with all those other issues, the whole topic at hand was the whole reason we couldn't travel and and you know go see people in person was because of this this terrible pandemic and and actually something you know a virus that gets makes us sick, right? So the conversation inherently had to be had anyway, right? So you're like, yeah, I got it, I got it. So um, Alex, from your end as a manufacturer, did you did you actually uh, were the phones kind of busy, so to speak? Did you see from early 2020 and going through last year? Did you see an increase in the volume of interactions from people like con actually contractors calling and distributors calling you guys? Did you did you notice a change in in the environment? Oh, definitely. I mean, we had. Um... Well, I should back up a second. So yeah. our, our primary focus from a sales and marketing perspective, uh, so far anyway, has been very much focused on the distribution and the contractor side. We, we haven't really explored much on the you know, homeowner marketing side to drive mm -hmm. demand you know, from the end consumer uh, yet. Mm -hmm. So with that being said, you know, all of our efforts uh, going out to engaging distributors, engaging contractors, we had a lot of you know, organic uh, inbounds from all over the place, people talking about us, people seeing us, uh, you know, through social media, um, some of our key partnerships with IAQ influencers, things like that um, definitely helped uh, drive that, you know, desire to actually get in touch with us. Um, so yeah, I, I would say from the beginning of the pandemic through to 2021, even now, uh, we're seeing quite a bit of uh, interest from both the contractor and distribution side. And traditionally speaking, even prior to the pandemic, though, would, when you say air monitoring was more of a commercial type thing, like it was a commercial industrial type thing, right? Not really something for a home, right? Would you say was there a transgression there or a, tr a transpiration? <laughs> yeah, I think there was a real shift in the industry, but probably at the beginning of the pandemic from looking at indoor air quality monitoring as a, a nice to have to a need to have. I think people are much more apt to have conversations around improving air quality, including monitoring to gain a better understanding of what, what's needed uh, to help fix their indoor air quality problems. So um, yeah, I think that that shift in mindset from, you know, ah, this might be nice to, okay, this is serious. We, we need to look into this now. Yeah, because traditionally contractors that were in those homes and had a sort of an inkling of, of indoor air quality solutions, they didn't have a means to like present anything, you know, in writing that said, this is what I'm telling you, this is backing up what I'm telling you, right? Because unless, I mean, you're literally in another opinion without data. <laughs> so this actually helps right. them uh, back up what they think is going on, and it can prove it. And before they even suggest any solutions, they can actually take a look at the snapshot, right, of what what's actually happening in the house, and then go from there, so to speak. Absolutely. Um, so Mike, back to you, um, you know, I, I think a lot of us feel like, you know, you know, IAQ is not like laundry detergent or soap, right? It has to be sold, I think. And, and you kind of have to have a little bit of a uh, be at ease with talking about indoor air quality. Um, tell us for you, what was your, when you first saw Haven and you did, you know, I know you found some of the guys that were interested, but when you first saw it and understood it, um, in your mind, what was your approach going to be? Like, tell me a little bit about what your thought process was when you're actually going to go out and see these guys. Um, even if somebody wasn't interested, what was your position going to be, your approach? Oh, honestly, you know, when I saw, first saw it, I thought the same thing that probably most of the dealers think. Oh, this is a commercial product. We're probably going to have to put this in schools or hospitals or someplace like that. Um, you know, and it's, and my, my opinion's absolutely evolved. Um, I see a place for this and 
anybody who's doing IQ's uh, home. So it really, it's, uh, I think that in many cases, we want to make up our minds for either for the distributor or for the dealer, you know, whether or not it's a good fit. Um, I think all we can do is really present the product for what it is and help them understand how they can utilize it as a tool. Honestly, we did some, uh, some kind of test calls with it, with some TMs before I had Alex through the territory. And, and uh, to the point that you were just making, one of the first ones that was sold was to an engineer who said, I understand the science and the technology of all these products, uh, but what I wanna make sure is that they do what you say they'll do. And uh, first one was sold, goes right in. And it turns out air scrubber does what we said it does. Media cleaners really do move particulate. Uh, you know, it was, uh, it, it was refreshing to see. Nice. And then you and your, uh, and your relationships that you have in there in your territory. And let's, let's talk a little bit about heading towards that success that you had early on. Uh, you found a distributor, you knew the distributor that was going to be interested in the product. Tell us a little bit about how that transgressed and came to be and, and uh, ultimately ended up in a large order, right? Uh, initial order. I, no, really, it was uh, just meeting with, with the sales manager throughout COVID. And we're just talking about both of our businesses throughout all this. Um, and that's where the conversation came up where it's at. How do we keep the momentum from this? You know, we don't want to go back to where we were. We want to keep the growth coming. Uh, you know, and this is probably in March of this year where I'm having the, those conversations and then I'm talking to the folks at Haven and saying, hey, I've got somebody in mind. We show them the product. We do a couple, uh, you know, Zoom reviews of it. And as soon as it was open to them, they gave us an order for 72 pieces. And that's an interesting uh, we, thing you just said, Zoom reviews. <laughs> it was a virtual, these were virtual meetings on top, on top of all that. <laughs> So we did several of those and then I, we get the first order and I start working with the TMs in some of their smaller markets just to kind of get a feel for where this is, what we're going to be able to do with it. Uh, and we had some success. Um, a few weeks later, we have Alex out here and we revisit those same smaller markets. Uh, you know, and honestly, it went better than any of us probably could have hoped for. We almost worked through the entire initial order. Uh, before Alex was on a plane, we had a, uh, a restock order. Uh, you know, and we've just kind of been continuing along that route. Um, just a couple calls here and there as the weeks go by, uh, with people's availability opening up and it seems to be continuing to move in the right direction. So let's dive into that a little bit more. <clears throat> I want to get into like the reason for that success. So obviously, you know, Alex, the border, the borders opened up, you're able to travel. You were with Mike this particular week. Mm -hmm. um, let's get into the nuts and bolts. Of so what was the message or what was it that actually, if you were to summarize this for other folks listening, you know, what was it that you thought you were, that, that helped to create that success and, and get people to buy into what, what the Haven Haven is? Sure. Yeah. I, I think like anything, it's, it's putting the right people in place to make something work. So I, I've always said, for something like this to work, the stars need to align. So the first star, you know, starts with an engaged manufacturer's rep here like Mike. He's been, you know, extremely helpful and extremely open to, to working with us from the get-go. Uh, so having that, you know, was incredibly helpful um, for him identifying the right type of uh, distributor for this type of product in his market space. Um, so that was key step number one. Number two was once, once we identified the right uh, distribution path, Having top-down support, of course, is always helpful, but having a, a champion, an IAQ champion internally uh, to help drive, you know, the interest, um, help drive the interest amongst the, the branches, the salespeople at the branches, getting people involved, getting people trained on the product. Um, 
that's that's a very necessary step uh, in the path to success, you know, in, in any territory, I would think. So having those those two key stars aligned really, I think, made, you know, my trip in person over there extremely easy. You know, we we, we teed everything up as, as we properly should have. And, uh, you know, the, the trip was just a culmination of all of those efforts and aligning the stars, I think. So give us a little glimpse, if you glimpse, if you will, of what the dialogue looked like, uh, these conversations on the actual calls, like what, what's your, how do you walk in and position? Are you asking questions up front about where they are? And tell, tell us a little bit about what the, give us a little insight as to how the conversation went down in some of those calls. Sure. Do you mean, this- go, go ahead, Mike, oh. you, it's open to both of you. Yeah, sure. Sorry, Mike, go, go ahead. Uh, it's been great working with this particular distributor because they are getting the right people from the right dealers to the meetings. So this was really more of like a, uh, a bit of a symposium where we were taking conference rooms at hotels uh, and bringing in anywhere from five to 10 groups, uh, you know, oh, okay. seven to people. And we're kind of doing a total overview of all of the IAQ offerings this particular distributor has. And Haven was a really big part of that. Uh, I really, uh, the way it was proposed, everyone said Haven tied it all together. So uh, to the distributor's credit, they were getting this from the right people. Um, And I think that had everything to do with the success of this trip. So, so excellent. So that's, that's, uh, that puts really nice context on this and in the setting. And I actually love that idea of like the little mini mini symposiums, if you will, uh, to get people in the right. So you're talking about solutions and then well, how do I apply the solutions? Well, there's information needed, right? To apply a particular solution because that might be that, that the solutions are different for everyone, right? In every home. Um, so Alex, how did you feel? How, like, tell us a little bit about how, from your your standpoint and in, in, in that particular format, how, uh, what did you like about it? And what, how did you think, uh, would you replicate that over again? I mean, obviously I, you probably would because it was successful. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, absolutely to to Mike's point, I completely agree. You know, uh, I I think this distributor in particular did an excellent job, uh, not necessarily blasting out, you know, um, Haven and other IAQ solutions to everybody that they deal with. They handpicked people that they thought would appreciate the product for what it is and and would be able to use it properly um, within their territories. And so, the people that they brought into these, you know, mini symposiums, as you called them, um, were were quality, quality contractors that were really well aligned with the type of um, messaging that that we were saying uh, and the type of approach that they have in the field uh, for their customers. That's um, so it did sound like the stars and planets aligned and uh, <clears throat> it was, you know, obviously you you got subsequent orders. I think you mentioned Mike too, right? Because of the symposiums. Oh yeah. Yeah. We had to restock. We were taking product with us to these okay. and selling it to them right there. Oh, even better idea. I love that. So uh, you, you gotta be ready, right? You gotta be ready ultimately. <laughs> um, so let's take a, let's take our own little challenge here. So let's say you have a, a distributor that's not so um, what's the strategy to get somebody like aware of, um, you know, a distributor in particular, or a contractor maybe even that's not 
into it really yet and doesn't quite get it. What do, what's our message um, um, for them? And Alex, if you want to go first on this one, that's, that's fine. Like what, what's the message we want to give folks here? Cause from my standpoint, what I've seen, you know, last year was great for, I obviously because of the, the conversations that were being had and, and IAQ and, and sales for, for most solutions were, were, were great. But now does it, is there a change or a shift now? Does it kind of, does the excitement go away? Do the conversation stop? How do we keep this momentum going? And what would the message be for, uh, someone to get involved, um, whether you're a contractor or distributor now, what would, what would your message be to them, Alex? Uh, yeah, great, great question. Um, you know, for, for people that maybe aren't as engaged from the get-go on, you know, indoor air quality products in general, but Haven as well, I would say look at the social proof of, of what's working. Um, you know, some people need to see real examples in the field of success stories, both from, from the contractor side and from the distributor side. So I think having, having those stories, having those testimonials definitely helps, um, you know, push the, the boundaries and the exposure um, with, with a product line like Haven and, and with IAQ products in general. Um, there's still a lot of, you know, contractors and distributors that don't necessarily want to get into IAQ, but my message to them would just be, you know, there's, there's a lot of money on the table for IAQ products in general, especially during the shoulder seasons, uh, you know, fall and spring. Um, it, it's also just a better way to do business. You know, you're, you're not able to really truly fix problems, um, you know, without data, but then without those solutions that can help with, you know, particulate matter, uh, VOCs, humidity, that sort of stuff. Yeah. It's like, you know, in your, in your portfolio of, of solutions or offerings, if I'm a distributor or a contractor, right. It's both, it's like you're, you're, you're adding to your portfolio of services, right. And in, in, oh, yeah. in this day and age, like you're saying, <laughs> if you're not in it, you're kind of missing out uh, on, on something. It's not too late to get involved, but there's definitely uh, a diversification of, and, and having that there. Uh, Cause I think the market market wise, I think there's a huge, still a huge opportunity for growth in there. Um, Absolutely. Mike, on your side, so with the success you had with that particular distributor and those group of contractors, are, is it getting attention in your market? Is it is it is it kind of is the word getting out? Would you say, and are are you getting other interests? Uh, yeah, I'm you know getting calls from uh, random dealers now, which is is nice rather than me calling random dealers about this product. Um, and certainly other manufacturers uh, and distributors are taking notice uh, and asking questions about what we're doing, what's working. So. Um, I think that's only going to increase as we, we go on really, you know, we've only been doing this for three weeks now in a, after an official launch. So uh, I think as we get through the rest of the fall and into the winter months, um, we will see a lot more of that. I think there'll be a lot more to the store by, by the end of the year. I agree. I agree hundred percent. So um, again, if you're a distributor, worried about uh solutions and maybe them the sales of solutions not being um you know not not maintaining it's it's there's 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 ways and there's uh you know there's there's ways to help that along and honestly contractor training mike would you say contractor training is a key key aspect to even even taking a step back uh and uh haven included with all your other your other lines um how important would you say because ultimately the contractor's got to be in front of a homeowner, right? So. Absolutely. Yeah. Training is a huge part of it, you know, um, and uh, distributor training is equally important, you know, because these guys are the front line for us in many cases. So making sure they're comfortable with the product is a huge part of it. Uh, making sure they're comfortable with the product is the difference between 
them telling the dealer to at the very least to call us to discuss further and just saying, yeah, I don't know much about that. And the guy walks away from the counter. So the more training we can do, the better. Um, and we've done lots of them, you know, lots of virtual Zoom classes for the distributor and for lots of the contractors too. And again, mm -hmm. we've only been doing this for weeks now. Uh, and the folks haven't been great. They've been willing to bend over backwards, you know, no matter what the time is to make these trainings work. Do you find that the distributors, um, sales staff, the territory sales managers, are they, are they asking you about this too, to get more involved? Because I mean, it's their portfolio too, right? I and mean, there are the ones out trying to make a, ch a check selling, not just equipment boxes, but absolutely. other things, right? Uh, absolutely. And as it turns out, you know, if you can find one of these TMs that seems to latch onto it and have some success, uh, you know, within hours, you're starting to get phone calls from other TMs about what you guys were doing. How did it work? When are you available to go see such and such? So just takes one and then, you know, it's a snowball effect. And uh, kudos to you, Mike, for being in a position to be able to train and, and add that resource to these guys. I mean, that's obviously your, your success and you realize it and congratulations to you for, for taking on and, and being one of those progressive type reps uh, uh, and, and being proactive. That's, that's wonderful, wonderful uh, combination of things here. Um, Alex, so for, 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 let's talk about contractors here for somebody that's hesitant um, and might think in their head that uh, if I offer this, that's going to cause more service calls for me and potentially some more, you know, if I install this, this Haven monitor and, you know, their the, the VOC spikes, you know, I get every time the VOC spikes, I get a phone call. How we, how do we put that guy at ease? What would you say to him? Yeah, no, that's, that's a very common question we get. Um, you know, internally at the office and out in the field as well. But, uh, you know, we, we have a massive support structure here at Haven. Um, as a manufacturer, with, you know, what kind of sets us apart is we like to be very, very hands-on with contractors in terms of supporting them. And part of that support includes, uh, you know, dedicated resources for the contractors themselves, um, including install support live in the field, uh, answering any questions, training. Um, you know, Mike obviously participates in, in a lot of that. Uh, but then on the homeowner side, we also have dedicated resources for homeowners as well. Um, and that would include, you know, um, email support, uh, call support. There's a lot of uh, knowledge base articles as well that we've come out with to help support homeowners in the education of indoor air quality stuff. Um, so, yeah, we, we have a massive support structure behind uh, behind us for homeowners as well. Uh, so that should you know, eliminate a lot of uh, what are called nuisance calls uh, to contractors. Any opportunities, though, that we see uh, from the homeowner side where, you know, it would merit a conversation with the contractor could be for additional equipment. It could be for, you know, additional servicing, whatever that may be. Uh, of course, we would facilitate, you know, the handoff uh, to the contractor there. Excellent. Excellent. I know that's part of what you guys worked on so hard last year was to make sure the support system was in place. And, uh, Definitely. Um, so Mike, if Alex wants to come back to St. Louis, is he coming back? You're going to have him back. Uh, we've already discussed <laughs> the hockey season or uh, the spring hockey season, getting into a couple games with some dealers. Yes. We plan on having him back. Uh, hopefully first quarter. These I'll tell you what, and I, you know, I probably said it many times last year, but I was like, we can't wait for those darn borders to open because we can't wait to have <laughs> the Haven folks down. Cause it's, it's just that, that what you guys went through in your trip, together is irreplaceable right i mean it's just you can't you you can't replace that that time together and and sharing the information and um 
Yeah, you could try. And Mike, you, you were very successful doing it virtually, even though, you know, again, congratulations to you. But, but that magic happens, I think. Would you not agree that magic just happens, I think, inherently? Uh, when you're... Yeah, it makes a huge, huge difference. That's the difference between selling one and a guy taking 15, I think, uh, honestly. And Alex, how about you? So, so I know you were other other places around the U.S. Uh, outside of where Mike was. How how are you feeling about your trips now and your and your travel with with the reps uh, in the field? How are you coming away with some positive vibes or what? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> no. I, to to Mike's point, you know, we uh, we've learned a lot from each other on both sides of the table. You know, um, I, I know other manufacturer reps, including Mike, were were eager to sit down with you know myself and and Kyle, who's also in the field right now just to learn a bit about how we position Haven, maybe some features and product lines that are coming out in the future to talk about, to build that excitement and vice versa. You know, I've learned a whole lot, you know, from Mike and, and other uh, manufacturer reps in the field too, about some of the conversations they're having, some of the success, some of the challenges and stuff that we can work on together uh, to just, you know, make, make Haven a success in pretty much any territory. And yeah, you mentioned something else, Rob, earlier, which which resonates with me. You, you just can't replace, you know, in person. I, I feel like we've done our best virtually, but but you're absolutely right. There's nothing that can replace time together on the road, in the field, at the branch, you know, in in some hotel in the middle of nowhere. You know, it's it's stuff like that where the magic really happens. So yeah, very grateful for the opportunity to be out again. Awesome. And and Mike, St. Louis is not the middle of nowhere. Just so you know. <laughs> fly over country <laughs> uh well gentlemen any last thoughts that you'd like to share or something maybe i didn't bring up and forgot about please uh, you know uh, mike anything any final thoughts about um anything here or going forward are you excited about what what the future holds with iaq and haven i'm super excited about the future with haven i think it's going to be a big part of my agency and what we do awesome thank you alex how, how's the future look for you uh, really good. I think the direction that the company's headed with the launch of the controls piece, um, mm -hmm. I, I think is a step in the right direction. And then some of the features we're coming out with in the near future, you know, those right to win features that I alluded to earlier, I think that's really going to just blow this out of the water. So whatever success we had, you know, so far, I think is going to, you know, 10x, 100x times, uh, you know, in the, in the very near future. So yeah, excited to keep the momentum going. Awesome. Well, I certainly get excited talking to the both of you. I can tell you that. And I hope it's, I hope it's contagious for everybody else. There is hope. This is a story of hope <laughs> we got through last year and we're hopefully getting back to normal. Um, and, uh, you know, business, business uh, together in person is, is key in it. So I'm so happy to have, have the opportunity to have you guys travel together and share it. And thank you for sharing your story. I really appreciate it. Thanks for having us. My on. pleasure. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. And if you missed it, the last episode uh, uh, with Haven uh, was with Ben Reed. So there's a little more nitty gritty details. If you want to learn more about Haven and Alex, your website, uh, where can people go uh, to find out more about Haven? Sure. Yeah, very easy. It's just haveniaq.com. So that's H-A-V-E-N-I-A-Q.com. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you both for being here.